Hello everyone and welcome back to the JNM podcast. My name is Miro. And I'm Jeanette. And today we're going to be talking about one of our favorite movies, My be- Big Fat Week Wedding. Uh, week? But- <laughs> you said week. <laughs> My Big Fat Greek Wedding. <laughs> yes, like before we started, we were talking about enunciating. <laughs> yeah. Yep, and it's coming already coming back to bite me in the butt. Uh, but first of all, we'd like to thank everyone for listening. If you're coming back, uh, welcome back. And, you know, uh, sorry about the prolonged period of uh, content drought. Uh, yeah, I think the last time I posted something, it was, I think, September 22nd. It was oh, with um, Hazar yeah. for while you were sleeping. And, yeah. Yeah, time flies. It doesn't <laughs> even feel like it's been a month, but uh, it has. Uh, and if you're new, welcome, and uh, we hope that you enjoy what we talk about and uh, come back. Yeah. And today we're going to talk about the 2002 indie rom-com, My Big Fat Greek Wedding. And you know, this is really funny because you say indie rom-com, but in my head, I have watched it so many times that I'm like, what do you mean indie? It's a blockbuster. You know, it, it's no. like one of the biggest well, movies of all time. Well, it it's technically an indie like uh-huh. movie because it was like a sleeper hit it's like i i explain it and okay <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll be talking about it i'm guessing uh yeah so as usual we receive most of our information from the web uh wikipedia uh-huh. um yeah let's start off with the cast for uh our main character uh fotula or tula portocalos we have nia verdalos for Dallos. Yeah. I said that right? For Dallos. Yes. Uh, she was also in My Life in Ruins and I Hate Valentine's Day. Yep. And we also have John Corbett as Ian Miller. Uh, he uh, has played in The United States of Terra and Sex in the City. And I also found out that he was in this really bad christian movie i think it was god's not dead three three yes two or three no it was three because oh, we saw okay. two okay and we will be talking about that yeah <laughs> in the future <laughs> yeah um the next one is laney kaza kazan yeah. as maria portocalos uh, it's chula's mom uh she played in don't mess with the zohan and the associate yeah uh, and then we have Michael Constantine as Costas or Gus Portocalos, uh, Tula's dad. He was in Room two, 222. It was a 1970s sitcom. Uh, this is his last film that he did until the 2016 sequel. Oh my god, I can't believe it's already been four years since the sequel <laughs> came out. <laughs> yeah, and then the next one is Andrea Martin, who plays Andvula. Uh, she has recently been in Great News. It's a TV show. She's also been in Difficult People and this weird little movie called Little Il- Italy. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and fun fact, she is Armenian. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. And the next one is Luis Mandelor as yeah. Nikos or Nick Portocalos. He is Chula's brother. He he hasn't been in a lot of uh, stuff, but his, some of his works have been in CSI Miami and in 
not another teen movie. Gotcha. And next we have Gia Carides as cousin Nikki. Uh, she was in Stick It and Big Little Lies. And then we have uh, Joey Fatone as cousin Angelo. Uh, he was in InSync. Yes, it is a uh, famous '90s ba- boy band. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know what InSync is, but that's so like. Wait, you never knew he was in it? No, I didn't know he was in that. Yeah, it was him and like just. Timberlake? Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Oh, and he was an impractical joker as well. But it was more of like because he's friends with like the The three main guys. The four guys. Oh the four yeah. main guys, okay. Uh so hmm. I on my notes I have in bold of the people who um are actually Greek. Oh, okay. So it's Nia Vardalos. Michael Constantine, Luis Mandalore, mm-hmm. and Gia Carites. Wow. They're the only ones that are Greek. I, I feel like that's actually pretty good. Yeah, it was pretty like, good. For for the year that the movie was made in, I, I feel like that's pretty good. Yeah, like John Corbett, of course, is white. Yeah. Um, Kazan is Jewish. Uh, again, Andrea Martin is Armenian, and Joey... Fatonis Italian. Yeah, so. that's fifty percent. You know, of the cast was actually Greek. I I'll take that as a win. Yeah. You know. <laughs> so uh, let's talk about the backstory. Mm-hmm. Uh, my big fat Greek wedding started as a one woman play written by written and starring uh, by Vardalos. Mm-hmm. Uh, she performed for six weeks at the Hudson Backstage Theater in L. A. In the summer of 1997, Vardalos later joked that she only wrote the play to get a better agent. The play was based on her own family in Winnipeg, uh, Canada, and her experience marrying a non-Greek man, Ian Gomez, which, fun fact, again, Ian is in the film as Ian Miller's best friend. So he's that chubby oh. guy. Oh, yeah. that's her actual husband? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> the play... No way! I know that guy from so many, like, other things. <laughs> that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the play was popular, like, became popular, mm-hmm. and actually sold out as a result of Nia marketing the play across the Greek Orthodox churches in L.A. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And this caused Rita Wilson, who's also Greek, to see it and convince Tom Hanks to watch the play as well. Uh, Vardalos began pitching the play idea to executives to adapt the film, the, to adapt the play into the film. Mm-hmm. However, most of the executives uh, insisted on making changes to the plot, so including getting known actresses like Marissa Tomei to yeah. play the lead role. Uh, and changing the family's ethnicity to Hispanic. Oh, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. Uh, Vardalos um, objected to the suggestion. Like, she was very, like, no, this is this is my personal thing. I really want this to actually be Greek and about, yeah. like, my Greek heritage. Yeah, I feel like I would not have liked it if it was... No, because then it, it wouldn't make sense. It's like having this, like, Greek woman write something about Hispanic family. It's like, no, that mm-hmm. wouldn't make sense. Yeah. So two months after the initial run of the play, Tom Hanks' production company, Playtone, 
contacted Bardalos about producing the film, Hanks stated that casting Mia as the lead role brings a huge amount of integrity to the piece because it's Mia's version of her own life and own experience. Yeah, and honestly, you can kind of see that when you watch it. You feel it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In 2000, while completing pre-production for the film, Bardalos and uh, Playtone producer Gary Goatsman mm-hmm. overheard actor John Corbett at a bar mm-hmm. who was telling his friend that he read the script for My Big mm-hmm. Fat Greek Wedding but was upset that he couldn't make it to the audition. Mm-hmm. So he was actually in town shooting for his film Serendipity. Yeah. And Vordalos and Goatsman actually approached to him and offered him the part of Ian on the spot to which wow. he accepted. That's cool. Yeah. So he wanted it, but he couldn't because he was doing serendipity, and they were like, oh, you don't even have to audition, it's yours? Yeah, because I think probably, like, you know, A, he probably looked the part of, like, what, mm-hmm. you know, Nia wanted in, in like, Ian Miller. Yeah. <laughs> so, despite being based on the life of the Greek community of Winnipeg, the film was set in Chicago and shot in both Toronto and Chicago Mm -hmm. Uh, so the university that she went to like the community college actually yeah uh, was Toronto's Ryerson University and the Greek town neighborhood uh, featured prominently in the film Mm -hmm. um, was also in Toronto oh Um, and then the Portocalos's house was shot in East York Uh, the their, the real home actually has most of, like, the exterior um, wow. of what was seen in the film. Not so, the, like, the columns and well, all not the, the stuff? Not the statues and the columns, but, like, just the white, you know, house mm-hmm. and, like, kind of, like, the window design. Yeah, yeah. So, it has most of that, but, like, um, I think, like, the garage was is actually on the other side of the house. Oh, uh, so I guess, like, they built that garage for that oh, I see. Uh, movie. But, yeah, like, if you just look up on Wikipedia and then kind of look around East York, you'll probably see it. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> and then you can also see the the one next door, which is the actual house that they, yeah, they, <laughs> that they, they move into. Yeah. So... The film became a sleeper hit and grew steadily for its limit from its limited release. Mm-hmm. So, despite not hitting the number one spot in the box office and being an independent film with a five million dollar budget, it mm-hmm. grossed to uh, three hundred and sixty eight point seven million worldwide. Wow, that's a really big return. Yeah. <laughs> Holy it's crap. It's like Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson um, yeah. won, like, got big time. Oh, yeah. Damn. Um, so... And it was also nominated for an Oscar for Best Original Screenplay? Yep. Wow. But, but lost to Pedro yeah. Almodovar's uh, Talk to Her. Yeah. What's that movie about? Uh, it's it's like kind of a telenova because like uh, Almodovar's uh, films are usually like very 
Telemundo, very kind of like, mm -hmm. you know, the Hispanic drama, which is very, a little bit over the top, mm -hmm. but it's still good. I haven't seen that one, but I've seen Volver and um, All About My Mother, and they're pretty good. I mean, they're a little bit over the top uh -huh. in terms of drama, where they're like crying or like, yeah. you know, they have the violin going really hard, uh -huh. <laughs> but... But it was like the 80s and 90s, so... The film actually led to a sitcom on CBS called My Big Fat Greek Life. Uh, the show follows uh, basically right after the film, uh, but some of the names were changed around. Uh, Tula was changed to Nia, Ian was changed to Thomas, uh, Nia, Vardalos, Le uh, Lane, uh, Kazan, Luis Mandador, Michael Constantine, Andrea Martin and Gia uh, Carides were the only ones that uh, took their roles in the show as the originals. Mm -hmm. um, John Corbett didn't join the series, so Stephen Eckholt uh, took the role. The sitcom premiered with high ratings that uh, 23 million on February 24th, uh, 2003. By the next week, the ratings dropped by 28%. The ratings continued to decline, and CBS officially canceled the show after seven episodes, which I, I, I kind of don't blame it, because I remember seeing the show, and I was like, this is not as good. Oh, yeah. Well, it's very, because it was very, like, CBS uh, three-camera setup. Yeah. And, like, yeah, that, that kind of aged really bad. I mean, there were some, like, three-camera setups that are pretty good, like, The Three's Company, and, like, mm -hmm. some of Friends, but, like, that's because, like, the camera moved. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, like, I think I saw, like, the trailer uh, back in the day, and it was okay. It was like, oh, they're, like, trying to get off of, like, this... Like, hop on, like, the bandwagon yeah. to, like, kind of stretch as much as they can with this. Yeah. But, but, yeah. And then also, um, in 2016, they had a sequel to it. Uh, I didn't look up about, like, how much it won, you know, mm -hmm. how much it received. But I'm assuming it probably got a lot because it's, like, a sequel. And then it's almost, yeah. like, you know, bringing back, like, an indie movie. Yeah. <laughs> basically. It's kind of weird. Yeah, but... Like, when I watched it, it wasn't that great because it was kind of dull. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you saw it. Yeah, I've seen it, yeah. It was... It was... It wasn't different enough to be a sequel, and it was literally the same story, so there wasn't anything new or exciting about it. It was like, oh, instead of it being her, it's her daughter. No, instead of... Um her it's her parents like they're remarrying each other because apparently yeah. the the wedding license yeah but i'm talking about the conflict with her and her daughter oh no i was talking about the wedding oh like the wedding part of it yeah the oh, wedding part of okay. it and then like the daughter it was because like she wanted not to be greek or right um yeah and then I, I, all I remember was, like, Alex Wolf, like, the guy from Hereditary, the uh -huh. teenage... Yeah. The guy who, 
is always like trying to act like a teenager, but then he's like 28. Yeah. <laughs> I know he was the boyfriend, like, mm-hmm. or her date to mm-hmm. the prom or something. Yeah. And I'm like, this is weird. And I think this is like right. I think either right after or right before of like that DUI that he had. <laughs> I still remember that DUI. I'm telling you. <laughs> That really, it was like, wow, like, I didn't know Disney actors could do, still do this. <laughs> well, that's why he does horror now. Yeah, I think when he, he was like, yeah, I think I need to do horror. I can't. But then he did Bad Education. Yeah. Yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> uh, so let's get a quick summary of the, uh, of the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the film starts out with Tula opening the family restaurant, dancing Zorba's with her dad. Uh, she talks about how she's 30 and her dad is upset that she's not married and doesn't have kids. Uh, she's, uh, talking about how her dad is proud to be Greek and he encourages her to, like, be really proud of her Greek heritage and marry a Greek guy. Uh, and it's really important to, like, for her to become, like, a Greek mom and have lots of Greek kids because... They need to be uh, have more Greeks, and she has like this monologue about it. It's it's really cool. Um, and uh, after a little while, we uh, see that she meets uh, Ian Miller. Uh, basically, a handsome white guy comes to the restaurant, uh, and she's smitten. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah, she even jokes that she calls herself his own private Greek Greek statue. Statue, yeah. <laughs> Because she's, like, standing there, uh-huh. and then, like... Not talking back. Yeah, and then his friend is like, hey, can we help you? He's like, yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, here I am, your own private Greek statue. statue. Yeah, and that he was... laughed, and then she got nervous and walked <laughs> away, and then his friend is like, oh, can I have some coffee? And she's like, yeah, sure. And then pours coffee for, for the for other Ian. guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> The first meeting, basically, that kind of that's kind of how it ends. It's a little bit awkward, and uh, the guys leave, and that's that. Mm-hmm. Uh, because of that meeting, though, Tula decides to ask her dad if she can uh, start taking computer classes at the local uh, community college, uh, so that she can like improve her aunt's computer for their business. No, it's done to improve like their computer system for the restaurant. Oh, for the restaurant. Yeah, and then. Yeah came the line of from uh, michael constantine he's like why do you want to leave me yeah. <laughs> he's like i'm not leaving you yeah. i just want to like help out say yes get married make babies yeah. and then he, he tells her that she looks so old yeah and walks away yeah and then another famous quote came after that with tula's mom being like the one the men may be the head, but the woman is the neck. And she can turn the head any yeah. way she wants. Yeah. That's like one of the iconic quotes of the movie. Yes. Um, so yeah, like um, when Maria decides to help her out and convinces Gus yeah. to allow Tula to, you know, um, go to college. Yeah. Uh, so of course we have our like you know, transformation montage where over the next few weeks, uh, Tula completely changes her image and, uh, builds her self-confidence. Uh, she starts putting on makeup and wears contact lenses, like combs her hair and uh, wears 
brighter clothes instead of brown clothes. Uh, and then uh, one day uh, she sees a course on like specifically computers on tourism uh, and asks her aunt Rula who owns a travel agency if she can uh, take that class and apply what she's getting onto uh, her aunt's business. Mm -hmm. uh, of course the aunt accepts and then they uh, go and you know they do like the whole Greek woman magic where <laughs> they make the guy think that it's his idea. It's like uh, don't tell me what to do but tell me what to, what to do. do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they basically talk Gus, uh, talk Gus into uh, agreeing that she can go work somewhere else and uh, um, because you know Aunt Bula needs help. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, oh, yeah, like, take Tula. And yeah, it was like, oh, it's my idea to take, yeah. take my daughter. He, She's taking classes. Because they were like, oh, like, you know, you know, neither Angela or Nikki can, you know, do computers. or yeah. And then Anvil was like, that's why I don't work. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's when he was like, oh, like, send Tula to yeah. work at the travel agency. And then you say, send Nick over or Nikki over yeah. here. Um, so then Tula work, starts to work at the travel agency. She really likes it. And one day she catches Ian's attention who just bought burrito from a concession stand. Just, yeah. you know, nonchalantly right in front of the travel agency. Uh-huh. Uh, so she hides behind a water tank during the first encounter. But in the second time uh, that Ian sees her he enters the agency and then they start talking yeah. then he asks her out on a date she's she accepts they go to this italian restaurant i think mm -hmm. so she's like yeah like let's go uh so she doesn't want to tell her parents that she's meeting a a non-greek guy or a guy at all right yeah yeah so then she's like oh i'm taking night pottery classes and then <laughs> Her dad is like, oh, the Greeks invented, invented pottery. Yeah. And then sprays the air with Windex. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so during the date, Ian offers to take her on another date at Dancing Zorba's. But when she states that her parents own the restaurant, he, he, Ian realized that Tula is the waitress that yeah. he met. Yeah. Uh, so despite being like, the waitress and despite knowing that the relationship uh goes against her family traditions mm -hmm. uh ian reaffirms that he's still fond of her and they continue going on dates and they still did it secretly um for like i think like several dates mm -hmm. uh and it's funny because he takes her to back home but then like parks like what like one house away away yeah and then they're making out like yeah <laughs> like continuously and then after what like five or so dates um tula's cousin nikki comes to the travel agency where ian and uh tula are kind of hanging out yeah and tells them that the family knows um <laughs> so she said that last night um uh, <laughs> someone was so, you know saw you like sucking on ian's like neck so he she told her mom which told my mom which <laughs> told your mom <laughs> so yeah. yeah um so 
Um, so yeah, like they go to Tula's house. Tula stays in the kitchen with her aunt, Mom, and Grandma, and while Ian argues with Gus. Gus tells Ian that he didn't ask him permission to date Tula. Yeah. So then when Ian is like, okay, can I date your daughter? Yeah. <laughs> and then a long pause of like, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Again, this is like the funniest like film because it has so many good like one-liners. Yeah. And, <laughs> and so many well-timed awkward silences. And yes. <laughs> it's really, it's really, really good. Yes. So then Ian's like, okay, I'll talk you, I'll talk to you later, and then leaves, um, and then Gus, you know, goes to. Well, first he kind of buffs up. Oh yeah. And then tries to block the entrance <laughs> or the exit, and then Ian like has to like kind of skirt by. Yeah. Um, so then Gus tells that he does not appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Well, it was more of like. You know, is he a nice Greek boy? No, no, no. no. Xeno. <laughs> Xeno with the long hair. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you know, what follows is like kind of my favorite part of the movie. Uh, where the dad is like trying to pedal off all these like Greek guys on her. Yeah. By bringing him over for dinner. And they're all these like really weird guys. Yeah, like the first guy was old. He yeah. was like in his... 60s yeah yeah he was like old yeah the second guy was also old but he was too full of himself yeah he was like too busy like grooming himself yeah um the third guy was hairy and then the fourth guy kept having like i want to fuck you eyes yeah and then two was like no 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 um yeah and uh so while tula was staying over at ian's apartment because at this point you know they they spend the night together (laughs) and i think like she met his parents yeah 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 because like they were she was the ian's mom was like oh like is your second wasn't your secretary greek and then he was like oh like i don't know and she's like oh no that's right she he she was guatemalan or like armenian yeah he's like is armenian greek yeah and, and you know it's funny because like the cultures are so similar yeah and our family loves this movie because they relate to it so hard they're like oh my god this is exactly like our like culture <laughs> um yeah so uh well they like some time passes to less still like no i'm gonna be staying with ian they're spending the night together and um uh, she's met his parents they like get along so Ian ends up proposing to Tula, and Tula accepts. Um, Gus, however, refuses to accept the marriage because uh, he's upset that Ian is not a member of the Greek Orthodox Church. <laughs> and then Ian agrees to be baptized into the church uh, instead of eloping with Tula, because like Tula wanted to just like oh let's just like go to Vegas and get married. Yeah. But he was like no no like you love your parents and your family like why would you do that no like i'll i'll baptize i'll be baptized like it's totally fine Mm -hmm. um and then the family begins to accept ian uh especially i'm assuming it was like easter um celebration or something Mm -hmm. um when the entire family went to the restaurant after closing or something and then uh, everyone's like, oh, is that him? Is that him? It's like, oh, yeah. 
everyone, this is Ian. Ian! And then they <laughs> went over to him. And then they go over to him, like, yeah. you know, touching him and everything. Yeah. Aunt Bula is like, oh, let me touch your hair. There and it's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's so good. This movie is so good. Like... I'm so sad that the sequel didn't live up to the original, but the original is such a, like, it's one of those one-in-a-million movies that just gets everything right. Yeah, and then, like, in that party, another famous line was when um, Anvil was like, oh, let me, you know, make you dinner. Yeah. Like, you know, when you come over for um, dinner or whatever, and then Tula was like, um, Anvula? Ian doesn't eat meat. Yeah. He's a vegetarian. And then she's like, what do you mean he don't eat no meat? Yeah. And everyone stops and looks at yeah. them. <laughs> and then, like, one glass breaks yeah. in the silence. Yeah. He's like, oh, that's okay. That's okay. I'll make lamb. Lamb, yeah. Come. <laughs> Come. Come dance. <laughs> and that's funny because when I went to that New Year's Eve party, yeah. Norvik's mom was like, Come. Come dance, dance. and I'm like, no, I don't want to. Yeah, it's the same thing, and like, it's the same thing with the meat too, because Armenians are also like, oh, like lamb isn't meat. Yeah. When you say meat, you mean beef. Yeah. And like, even chicken is chicken; it's not meat. You know. Yeah. Uh, So it was really, yeah, uh, very relatable. Um, Yeah. um, Let's see. So even though. uh, they do accept Ian uh, into the family. Uh, they are also beginning to like start the wedding planning part, and you know they start getting all these like really uh, exotic looking. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if that's the right term, but or like, just like eclectic. Eclectic, yeah. Uh, bridesmaids dresses that's like super purple. Well, no, blue. It was like oh, was light it blue? blue. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was to like a baby the blue. Greek flag. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you know, they start designing uh, wedding invitations and then uh, they spell Ian's mother's name. Yeah. Rodney and Harry. <laughs> yeah. Harriet. Yeah. Rodney and Harry. <laughs> uh, uh, and then Gus wanted to invite uh, the entire family to the wedding. Yeah. And then Tula was like, no, like, I don't want an, a big, lavish wedding. Yeah. Um, so then, later on, Tula decides to invite Ian's quiet and conservative parents to a small family dinner. Yeah. But only to find out that her mom inti- invited the whole family. Oh, family. Wow. Like, everyone in the family. <laughs> that <laughs> Which lives is like in 30 the- people. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then Ian's parents end up getting their, they hand, um, Maria, um, a bunt cake, yeah. but she never got the ideas. Yeah. Like, what is this? It's like, there's a hole in this cake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if it's a whole thing, it would be like, it's a bunt cake. A what? A bunt. Bunt? A bong, 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 bunt. <laughs> bunt. <laughs> bunt. <laughs> And then Maria's like, oh, it's a cake. Mm. All right. <laughs> and then later was like, there's a hole, hole in this cake. cake. 
Um, yeah, so after the party, Gus becomes a little bit more frustrated and orders that Tula shouldn't uh, get married to Ian. Uh, Tula um, is obviously worried, like, oh, I'm gonna marry this guy and my dad has still not uh, accepted him. Uh, Maria uh, explains that growing up, her family experienced hardships and that she and Gus only want her to basically have a happy life. After Tula's grandmother shows Tula photos of herself as a young adult uh, and the crown she wore to her wedding. Is it a crown or is it tiara? It was like a, like a little flower tiara kind oh. of. It's like the one that you know, they oh, yeah, used yeah, yeah, yeah. for the wedding. Yeah. So I think because she wore it that she started being like, oh, okay, like... Yeah. Like, she kind of cheered up and yeah. was, like, allowing the wedding to proceed. Yeah. Um, so then the morning of the wedding, Tula wakes up and then has this huge um, cold, cold sore on yeah. her lower... It was, like, on her chin, like, right below her lip. Yeah. So then her bridesmaids and her aunts help her out and then try to cover up the, uh, with makeup and then, like, try to help her get ready. So then she goes to the church, and then she gets married to Ian. Um, now a married couple, Ian and Tula, go to the reception, where Gus gives a speech that even though um, both families are different, they're still related. Mm-hmm. Um, and Gus also gives them a gift, which is the house. Um, so the family celebrates, dances, and Tula narrates that even though they... Her family is loud and crazy. Like, they're still her family. And then, six years later, Tula and Ian leave their house to walk their daughter to Greek school. Despite their daughter whining that she doesn't want to go to Greek school, Tula tells her that she can marry any person she wants. (laughs) Uh, So, as they walk to school, they pass by the Portocolo's house, which is conveniently located right next door. Yeah. (laughs) And that's the end. That's yeah. the end of the movie. Yeah, it's really funny because like when they go- when they read the present, like she looked at the address and she was like, "Oh no." <laughs> no, I don't door. think so. I think she. I think like at first she was like, "Oh, they bought us a house." Yeah. <laughs> and then it was like, "Oh, like my dad accepts my husband." <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what was your opinion on uh, Nia Vardalos as Fotula Tula Portocalos? I really liked her. Yeah, I think like, I mean, since this is based on her experience marrying Ian Gomez, I think, um, you know, this this is like a really great script. Like, it was like almost every single scene carried on to the next scene like Mm -hmm. there was a purpose for every scene it didn't feel like a scene was like in there awkwardly um like the timing was good it had a really nice pace um and i also felt that um tula was like you know i would say she was a pretty strong like woman like she kind of yeah she was a little like sensitive and like you know kind of had a hard time speaking up for herself in the beginning but then she kind of was like 
well, like, she, I don't know, it's like, eventually she'll get to where she needs to be type of thing. Yeah, like, she definitely wasn't happy with how her life was, and instead of, like, just giving into it, she wanted to do something about it, like, instead of just being like, okay, fine, I'll marry a Greek guy, uh, and, like, just have everyone shut up she just like is like no that's not an acceptable option yeah uh she's like no i'm i'm gonna do this Uh, and it's like really hard for her because she does love her family so going against what they want for her makes her feel guilty and like she's like oh like but i want this like i want to be happy but i know that if i do it it'll hurt them but i have to do it so i'm gonna hurt them regardless so and i feel like the actress uh like really showed that it was you know well acted and because i feel like she had an easier time with it maybe because it's her story yeah Um, i think she was more like going off of like the personal experience method where it's like oh what happened when this thing happened to me yeah and i think she did the whole being awkward bit really well too like and transitioning from awkward to like confident wasn't like immediate like it wasn't like yeah it wasn't like she removed the glasses glasses. and then all of a sudden yeah (laughs) and even when she looked different she still had some of that awkwardness with her like Like, it wasn't like she was completely confident now yeah she still had a lot of like confidence issues yeah yeah and you know the actress did really great Mm -hmm. um now let's talk about uh john corbett as ian miller i feel like he wasn't just like a normal guy because he was kind of really confident like he would say some really like flirty things where i'm like wow that's not a nerdy guy you know i didn't consider him as a nerdy guy i think he was just like a normal like like he had like a teacher vibe where it was like he had some confidence and then he would call you out for Mm -hmm. something but i I don't think he was that nerdy. I th- he, I think he was okay. like a history teacher. <laughs> maybe it's my maybe it's my like just view of like oh if she was nerdy his like opposite would have to be nerdy too. You know what I mean? Oh, are you saying that I'm nerdy? No. <laughs> Wait, does that mean I'm nerdy? Dude, you are totally nerdy. Oh my god! How yeah. dare you? Say, <laughs> like, um, like you're doing it wrong. <laughs> okay (laughs) no but no i kind of felt like that he pretty he did a pretty good job with it yeah i don't i think in my opinion i feel like that it was kind of what i would assume an ian miller would be you know where it's like he's kind of hot but not like too hot you know like he this is like that, before this is before all the rom-coms needed like yeah, the guy to he, be super buff yeah he's kind of like um bill pullman and while you were sleeping uh-huh. like we were talking about this with hazar where um where it's like yeah he he kind of looks like someone that's like in like an upper middle class yeah and he came from like a really you know decent family there wasn't any like hardship or any like abuse it was like a pretty normal family yeah um so it's like yeah i could see like him you know being kind of pretty confident not like obnoxious confident but it's like confident enough to where if like 
Tula was upset, he can, like, be like, dude, like, it's okay. Not calling her dude, but, like... Yeah, yeah. But by being like, hey, like, it's okay. Be able to comfort her, yeah. Yeah. It's just, like, I sometimes got the impression that he was too direct with his flirting, where I was like, wow, dude, this guy is, like, super confident. Okay, I mean, like, for me, I don't think it's... I don't know. I didn't see, like, the flirtation being too much. I, I felt like it was, like, okay. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe we have <laughs> different yeah. points about flirtation. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> That's probably true, actually. <laughs> but, yeah, I'd say I agree. Uh, he was le- really good as, like, just being, like, the fish out of water, kind of? Mm-hmm. Instead of... It's funny, instead of, like, our protagonist being the fish out of water, he was the fish out of water in this... Oh, yeah, because, like, he, he didn't know Greek, and then he, yeah. he's, like, relying on Tula's brother and cousin. Who keep, like, making him say, like, he's yeah. missing a nut or something. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I have three testicles, yeah. or, like, nice, nice tits in Greek. Yeah. <laughs> um... Let's talk about uh, Leanne Kazan as Maria Portocalos, Tula's mom. I love this actress. Everything she's in, my family knows immediately. Like, they will watch it and like it. Like, they'll just be like, oh, yeah, she's in it. We're going to watch it and like it. Did they, like, don't mess with the Zohan? Uh, they watched it, but they were like, why is it so crass? Oh, yeah, like, because of... Yeah, yeah, the way that he depicts yeah. <laughs> Middle Eastern. Yeah. Um, that and all the sex stuff. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. In my opinion, I feel like that she was very, like, it's kind of like that person that doesn't take shit from anyone. Mm-hmm. So, like, if, um, Col- you know, Gus was being like, oh well, you know, like. I don't, like, because he did talk about, like, in the beginning, he was like, well, like, you know, what if someone had a package, and then they went to Tula's, like, here, take this bag, and, you know, take it down the street, and she'll yeah. do it. Yeah. And then she was like, no, she is, she is smart, she's not dumb. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And then he was, he said something, and she was like, oh, you think you're smarter than me? <laughs> Yeah. He's like, no, I don't mean that. And then she tells. Yeah, because he was like, oh, she's a she's a girl, like she's a woman. She'll yeah. she's dumb. Yeah. And then she like stands up and was like, no, 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 I'm not taking this. Yeah. Um, and then I feel that uh, she was good at like uh, letting Tula know that like sh- she has her back. Yeah. That like if. Gus says something like she can like help Tula out again with the college thing and then when she wanted to uh, work at uh, mm-hmm. on Vula's travel agency yeah she had the bag like she had her bag again yeah, yeah. Uh, I also feel like that when it co- when it came to like uh, people outside of the family like she is still nice like she tries to be you know respectful and like um kind of like like (laughs) friendly Mm -hmm. i don't know it's like it's like um uh (laughs) i'm trying to find the word but uh but anyway it's 
It's like when Ian's parents came over, and it's just like, oh, welcome to our house. Yeah. You know, we really, you know, appreciate for you guys to come by, yeah. even though they didn't know that it was going to be the entire family. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that she did a really good job. Yeah. Yeah. I really like her, too. I didn't like Don't Mess With The Zohan, but... Um, I don't think anyone did. Yeah. Yeah. I think, but, yeah. Adam Sandler was the only one. <laughs> that was okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so let's go to Michael Constantine. As Gus. Yes. Uh, to his dad. Um, I feel like he was a little too old. Like, just... I know this has nothing to do with the character, but, like, the actor was a little too old to play the part. Just a little bit. But if he were any younger, it would be hard to sell that he's so traditional. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think also, like, maybe that might have been the reason why Tula's sister, like, the eldest sister, Mm -hmm. looks, like, in her mid, like, maybe in her 40s. Or, like, late 30s? Maybe late 30s. Maybe late to early 30s. Because I think Tula said that she's 30, like, at the beginning of the movie. So, I'm assuming that her brother was born, like, two years before her. So, he's, like, 33 or Mm -hmm. 34. And then her sister is probably, like, 36. Okay, I would... Maybe, like, 36. 35, 36. Um, So, it's, like, kind of, like... Yeah, he would probably be in his, like, 50s. Yeah. But the actor looks like he's in his 60s, 70s. Yeah, okay. But it's not, like, that big of a deal. He still played the part of the, like, traditional dad really well. Yeah. Uh, And, of course, like, for us, like, me and my friends who, like, culturally are are similar, we were like, yeah, that's totally, like, our grandpa or, or, you know... Sorry, I'm laughing because I, like, I met your grandpa and he's, like, interesting. Yeah. (laughs) Not in a bad way, it's just, like, he... (laughs) Yeah, he does things that are weird. You know, like, he has his version of put Windex on it, you know? Yeah. Stuff like that. Um, so that, I was like, yeah, he, I could, like, I was into it. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that's the guy. Yeah. Yeah, I, I liked him. Um, I kind of, like, I don't know. I don't think, like, I think he may be, like, a little too old in terms of, like, maybe five years. I don't think it's that big of a deal, in mm-hmm. my opinion. I think, like, I'm like, yeah, like, he may have, like, just waited a little bit longer to start a family. Maybe yeah. he waited until, like, 30. But he's Greek man. I know. <laughs> But then, like, your, you know, your family, like, um, your cousin yeah, um, is, like, in his 30s. Yeah, that's true. And you're, like, 20 Because he's a failure. <laughs> um, what about the other people in the family? Um, I like the brother that was, like, trying to do something with his art, but he also had the struggle of, like, you know, he can't do anything with art because that's not what men do. Well, he he did mention, I think it was, like, towards the end of the film, that he was, like, you know, I really appreciate that you, like, went out and then, like, did your own thing because that influenced me to, like, go, you know, to school mm-hmm. uh, and do, like, art 
you know, a couple of art classes because he kind of mentioned it. Yeah. Um, and then he was like, yeah, like, I really appreciate that you, um, you know, just were like, no, I'm, I'm going to be doing, like, computers. Yeah. <laughs> like, non-women stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so he really, I feel like that I liked it that he brought it up to show that, like, hey, like, you're not the only one that is, like, dealing with, like, old tradition versus... Yeah, it, it was really nice of the writer to show that it wasn't just women's being... Women's? <laughs> women's being oppressed. It wasn't just women being oppressed. It was uh, men also having really strict uh, roles in, the, in that culture that they can't step out of. Um, so it was really nice of her to include that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also liked um, on Vula. I really love like the beginning of the film when mm-hmm. she comes in and she's like, "Taki, you couldn't wait for me." Yeah, <laughs> it was getting cold. Okay, don't eat. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I think she reminded just... me a lot of my aunt. Yeah. Mood. Yeah. I think like it kind of like I feel like. Um, Andrea Martin did a really good job of like showing how confident this woman is and being like same thing with like Tula's mom yeah where it's very like these confident women that like kind of don't take shit from their men even though like they're still trying to follow the whole like old Greek tradition yeah orthodox um, I also liked um, Angela, Angelo and Nikki that would argue with each other. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you're always doing your nails and like yeah. doing the, and doing your hair. It's like, don't you talk about my hair. Yeah. <laughs> you and your big ass girlfriend. <laughs> and then she hits him and Angelo is like, mom, and then goes to yeah. Abu. It's like, oh, it's okay. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I like uh, Tula's sister too because... She is literally, like, everything Tula doesn't want. Yes. Uh, I don't well, know. I mean, Not in a bad way, but Tula is like, oh my god, that's gonna be me if I marry a Greek guy. I think it's more of, like, that she kind of, like, comes in as, like, a same personality as to as Maria, their mom. Yeah. And also, like, the aunt. That yeah. she's also her own confident person and very like outspoken because she does like talk yeah, yeah. you know bring up things and call um, people out yeah. yeah and but i think like she's still like her mom is still like oh i need to you know have kids <laughs> so i think that's why yeah she was she was okay with that role like she that's what she wanted she was totally okay with it yeah and then there's something wrong with it no. I mean, there are some people that like to be in the old tradition yeah you know like to stay at home and have kids which is totally fine yeah nothing wrong with that i really did like ian's parents i really like the actors yeah especially <laughs> that drunk scene where they drink a bunch of yuzu yeah or whatever the drink is I think. wazoo wazoo yuzu, right Vuzu? Um, yeah. And then <laughs> I like at the wedding, um, Rodney was Uzo. like. Uzo. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, Rodney was like, let's go, Harry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's go, Harry. 
Yeah. The sad thing about it is that um, the guy who played Rodney actually passed away a couple um, years ago. Um, yeah, his la- I think one of his last films was like the sequel. So it's kind of sad. That sucks. Um, yeah. Uh, and then I also liked uh, Ian Gomez. I felt like... <laughs> yeah, he wasn't in it that much. He was in it for like maybe two or three scenes. Yeah, but then he, he got like a woman in the end. He got That's like true. a big woman. He did. And it was kind of funny because like when Ian was telling um, Mike who Ian Gomez is playing. Yeah. Uh, he was like, hey, like because you're not Greek Orthodox and only Greek Orthodox people can participate in the wedding, you can't be my best man. Yeah. And then uh, uh, Mike was like, oh, well, you know, I hope you, like, help me, like, get ladies or something like yeah. that. And then he ends up getting, like, a, a Greek woman. Yeah. <laughs> Which he is, gets Nikki, right? No, he gets this, like, um, this, like, one lady i think with like red hair uh she was i think one of the bridesmaids oh okay she's i think she was like a large figure woman Hmm. like a curvy woman um but yeah she was like eyeing him and then he was like oh like (laughs) yeah (laughs) hello there oh hi (laughs) what that mouth do though (laughs) What's that from? I don't know. Oh. It's like a meme, what that mouth do. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, do you have anything else? No, I think that's it. I think, uh, again, uh, my family loves this movie. All of my friends love this movie. Like, it's a really big thing in Armenian culture just to watch this movie and be like, oh, look, that's kind of like us. So it's us. It's about us. It shouldn't even be called my you big You put the, gr- the Armenian flag. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. This is already... <laughs> exactly. They kind of, like, take it, even though everything in the movie is Greek. They're like, no, no, no. It's actually talking about us. Like, it's actually about us. So, like, uh, from that aspect, I have nothing bad to say about this movie. I love it. It's one of my favorite movies uh, that I can... Like, if it's, it's one of those movies that if I'm at a hotel and I'm channel surfing, and if it's on, I will watch it. For sure, one hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For me, I really love it. Um, I, even though I am not Greek and I'm not Armenian, I'm a kind of Italian, very small, um, mainly Hispanic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's like, as a Hispanic woman, <laughs> I I really liked it. Yeah. Uh, I think it. Again, I feel like the timing was really good. The, the pace that it was going um everything kind of it, it just like everything came together like it had good acting uh had a good script had a good lead probably had a good director so it's like with all that mm-hmm. made it being like a pretty good movie even though it didn't really um hit the box office at first and it took a while for yeah. people to start liking it um but yeah i really appreciate it um yeah i think that's it for me (laughs) cool uh as always you guys can follow us at j underscore and underscore m underscore podcast (laughs) and uh email us for any ideas suggestions or anything uh or anything else even if you just want to say hi 
uh, at our email jnmpodcast at gmail.com thank you for listening and hope you guys have a good halloween mm-hmm. yeah because um, we're recording it on halloween yeah um i should get this up probably by tomorrow uh before the end of the world mm-hmm. uh, so you know when the world is ending at least you can listen to us <laughs> yeah yeah um if everything goes well uh we do you want to do bi-weekly since like we had a busy month yeah i think we're gonna switch to bi-weekly just because both of our work is uh taken up so yeah yeah like the reason why we were absent for a month was our schedule we were just really busy so we'll do bi-weekly for a, a little bit um i may do like an episode uh, in between, uh, with Hazar or someone else. Um, but yeah, uh, thank you again for coming. Hope your holiday, no, Halloween weekend goes well. Yeah. Uh, if you're in America, please vote. Um. If you're not in America, also vote. Yes. If there's vote. If, if your vote, if there is an election for you guys, please vote. Yeah. Um, for the people who are in Europe, hope the lockdown goes well for you guys. <laughs> Doesn't uh, seem like we're going to get one, but it's fine. Yeah, okay. we're, you know, the world is, our, California is on fire, Colorado's on fire, yeah. Portland's on fire, Philadelphia's on fire, like every, everywhere's on fire, fire. here, so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so thanks, stay safe, and good Good, good night. <laughs> <laughs> Stay safe and have a good one. Okay. Bye. Bye.